This is the Unapologetic J Podcast. I am your host, J. Michelle. I'm back. We bike. I got my, one of my, <laughs> one, of my one of my dopest and closest friends. And I was about to say something extra. My sister wife. <laughs> His wife, true. my sis, Nisha. They in the building. LJ. Directed by LJ. Hi. I'm not about to play with him. <laughs> I'm not about to play with him. LJ, what's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm good. It's mm. been a long time. Nisha, how you doing? I'm good. Beautiful. I'm so happy y'all joined me yes, today. She is. she is. You see? Oh. Black love. Okay. I'm happy y'all like, made it. I like this, so I put a ring on it. If you like it, then I put a ring on it. <laughs> you were supposed to flash the ring because I spent a lot of money on oh, it. Oh, well, let's see it, honey. Let me see. Bling, me bling. Look. Every time I come around, you said okay. it bling, bling. Okay. Got the diamonds blinging. LJ, Cunningham. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Cunningham. That's what y'all saved in my phone as Mrs. Cunningham and Mr. Cunningham. Thank you. Thank you for uh, overusing my government name. <laughs> you know, whatever. It don't matter. So, like, thank y'all for coming on the show. We were supposed to do this uh, Valentine's. Y'all uh, was a little under the weather. I'm glad y'all are back. Health is wealth, mm-hmm. period. Especially, you know, they try to say that black people <clears throat> are dying at a rapid pace because of COVID. No, we're not. They just want us to take that vaccine. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm not touching that vaccine unless it's absolutely necessary for me to go on about my life. Because, you know, I travel a lot. I'm, like, on a plane dang near more than I'm in a car. And as of right now, I can still move around. But I'm going to avoid it at all. I don't get flu shots. The only vaccines I've had in my life are the required ones to go to school as a kid. So. Ditto. I'm, I'm going to avoid it at all costs. But if it came down to it, and it's absolutely necessary, I'll do it. Because Somebody asked me if I would take the vaccine, and I said I would if it were to protect my son. Mm-hmm. But see, like, if it had to, if I, if there was like, you have to do, because he's going to get sick, then I would take it. But other than that, they can kiss my ass. I'm th- not taking it. This is my only thing with that. I can, get, I can take the vaccine, right? And it can prevent me from getting sick. But I can still touch this table and get with everybody coronavirus sick. on it. Take it home, touch something, and, and they can still get sick. Absolutely. So I don't see. I don't really see how. I mean, I, I understand it'll it'll cut down the chances because mm-hmm. I won't get sick and be coughing on everything and breathing yeah. and spitting. But my little shrimp told me because she works in the hospital, um, in the in the lab. So she tests like everything. So she had to get um, vaccinated. And she was like, "It doesn't stop you from getting it." It doesn't stop you from spreading it. It only stops you from being hospitalized and dying from it. It lowers your, yeah, just like the flu. Period. Well, right, I just had coronavirus, so for like 90 days I got the antibodies. So I'm going to the strip club, (laughs) going to the club club, going to Miami on the tip. I'm going to, uh, I'm trying to go back to Atlanta. I think that's where I caught it at Uh, because I'm I'm like halfway immune for a good 60 to 90 days, so. Do what you can in these 90 days. Yeah. Well, before we get into the bullshit, let me go ahead and introduce LJ. If y'all don't know LJ, directed by LJ on Instagram, one of of the best directors, period, on 
I would say in the West Coast, but on all, in, in the whole United States, period. In the world, Craig. The world, Craig. Absolutely. Not just the city, the world. So if you need a video, a commercial, a movie, a IG clip, a logo, 3D, a sign, or whatever, LJ is the man, directed by LJ on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. She's right. I- I'm rarely wrong. <laughs> Period. But I didn't come here for business today. I came here for shenanigans. Okay, we'll get into it. Cause don't be trying to act humble now. No, I I appreciate that. Like I, I really love what I do. I have fun doing what I do. I, I've been blessed to be able to travel the country, um, work with a lot of great people, a lot of dope artists, a lot of great organizations and companies, and go on tours. Like I, I mean, I'm pretty much living my dream. You know, that's, not everybody's. That's beautiful. Some people's definition of success is a bunch of cars and money and jewelry and this private planes and stuff. But, well, I mean, I I, I got private <laughs> planes too. Shout out to Money Jet Aviation. Shout um, out to them. But. So my, with that being said, I want to ask you. That wasn't the end of my sentence. Oh, go ahead, honey. I was go my, ahead. My definition <laughs> of success is doing what you love to do. Like, I watch you do what you love to do. And I think you're extremely successful. Thank you know, you. I've seen you and I hip hop to to unapologetic Jay, and you it's know it's, been a it's long dope when people go out time. on a limb and take a chance to do what they love to do and able to make a living doing it. I appreciate that shit. That shit is motivation for real, for real. Because a lot of people don't step out of their comfort zone and take advantage of the opportunity to do something that they love to do and make a living at it. Some people are just like, oh, this is why I like to do so it's a hobby. Like, you could actually make a living at it. You don't have to, you know, work a nine to five, et cetera, et cetera. But that's what I was about to say. Um, prior to you directing 100% of your time and making it your business, you had a nine to five and you had a job. That's when I knew you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know what? I'm thinking about quitting. I want to do this shit full time. That's dope. I motivated you to do so. But at the end of the day, we have the wife here. You know what I'm saying? Going to talk about all that. So how is it being married and you have your significant others? Like, I want to pursue my dream full time and quit my day job. How do you as a wife support that? You know, it was hard because that's. Like, not going to lie, like, it was really hard. Like, that's him leaving. Like, my guaranteed, I'm going to get this amount of money every two weeks to, Mm -hmm. I may not get paid for a while. But I supported him. Yeah. And he did it the right way. Like, he waited until we bought a house, until we was good. And then he was like, you know what? Like, we're good. Like, I'm going to go ahead and quit. So I was like, all right. So that was kind of like um, the reassurance. Mm -hmm. Like, all right. It's been two years. And we've been better than when he had a job. Almost three years. Oh, yeah, almost three. Was the reassurance, like, a better way to accept it? Like, okay, he said we're going to be good. He going to do it. We doing it the right way. Yeah. Like, Go for it, he, babe. Like, if he do your thing. Do something if he say yeah. good, because I'm really, like, the worrier. Like, the, mm. I'm always stressed. Like, I'm Are always Are you a Virgo? Worried. No, I'm an Aries. Oh, okay. But if he says, like, nope, we're good, I'm like, all right. Like, if he's not stressing, then I know, like, we're good. But that's dope, though. So how do you get to a point in your relationship where it's like, because a lot of people don't trust when they partner say something, mm-hmm. like if a partner say, if my part, if your partner says like, "Yo, we good," a lot of people really don't like take that, and just subconsciously they be like, mm, "I don't know, let me 
work a couple extra hours and let me try to figure it out because he said we good, but or she said we good, but mm, I don't know. Well, he's never said we're good and we not good. So I don't have. Boom. You know, Hello. I know when he starts to stress and he stress, I'm like, all day. Like, now I got to be. But if he say we good, like, I'm not going to worry because I know we good. How important is that to be a man of your word? I was raised that way. Hello. You know, like I, I lost my father a few years ago, but like I can't even be sad about it because he gave me everything I needed to be a man. Like he taught me how to be a man. And one of the biggest things was take care of your responsibilities. Take care of your family first. So. Everything I do is with my family, my kids, my household in mind. Like I'm not gonna go out and fuck off before I'm making sure I've taken care of everything at home. Like if the bills aren't paid, I'm hustling. I'm I'm work mode. Cause that comes and, first. And for people that know me, I'm a workaholic. Like I don't leave the house unless I'm working. Man. You know, I'm You know I'm, how hard it was to get him in this studio. Like Man. I'm I'm literally like... a workaholic. I work all the time. But when you love what you do, it's not, you know, it never it's really feels work. like work. Yeah. But that being said, like, I was taught that, I was taught certain things that a man has to live by. Your integrity is number one. Your name means something. So if I do something for you that you pay me $10,000 and I do something for you that you pay me $20, I'm still going to make sure it's quality because my name is attached to it. Absolutely. And my name is all I have in this world. You treat so, the CEO the same way as you treat the janitor. That, that way. It's, it's, it's about being a man of integrity. Like, that's the best way to sum it up. It's that's just so important. Integrity. That's so important. You know? So, I mean, and, and she knows, like, I'll go to the end of the earth to make sure all the girls in my house are A1. Aww. So, if I, like, if, if we need something, I'm going to get it. If she say, oh, I want to go to such and such, but we can't afford Yes, we can. Book it. Boom. I'm going to grind it out and do it. Because I wouldn't be able to do this without her. Right. You know what I mean? Like I like I've done I've been involved in a lot of things in my life and nothing has panned out all the way until I did something that I had her full support on. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I would spend my time out. So what is that what is that saying that um a rich man said like you won't be successful until you have I'm paraphrasing, you won't be successful until you have a good woman next to you. Um, I don't know that that's completely true. I don't feel like you can't be successful without it, but it's a, it's a hell of a lot easier when you got a good woman that supports you. But it, it comes from you prioritizing. Like we think as men, especially like when you come from a certain demographic, certain background, we think we're supposed to get out and hustle, hustle, hustle to provide. And if I'm out and I'm out working and, and hustling and you miss me at home and I'm not taking care of home, you're supposed to understand I'm just out here doing this for you. Right. But in actuality, it's crazy how the universe works because if you take care of home first, you number one, you actually get more freedom to be out and do what you need to do. Number two, everything seems to fall into place better when you take care of the home base first. Like I was telling one of my homies the other day, he was telling me he was been working on his house. He's like, man, I've been spending my money like making my house look nicer and look better. I said, man, you're, you're investing in the home base. When you have a, a base of operations, when you leave house, when you leave home, now your objective is to make it back home. So everything you do is conducive towards what's at home. Period. You know, when you have a solid base, everything else falls into place. Right. And then you're not out just wandering aimlessly. You're out for you a specific purpose. You have a purpose, goal. And then you get to home. go and do this, and your other goal is to go back home. And but at the same time, you want to make sure when you leave your family at home 
like you said, he was working on his house, that the family is good at home. You know what I'm saying? I think that's super dope. That's why I wanted y'all to come on here because it's not too many black young couples that's married. Believe we it or not, it. they're younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> they're younger than me. Child, I feel old as hell. But yeah, it's just, it's not too many black couples. And I just want to show everybody that, you know, black love is real, black marriage is real. And then there are really men who, you know, probably didn't start off that way. But when you learn as you go, you learn how to be a better man, a better husband for your family. I mean, like, but but one thing that's important to know, like, we're like we're good in our mm-hmm. life, like from the outside looking in, yeah, looks yeah, great. Real good. But like we've been together for 15 years. Ooh. I was 19 years old when I Ooh, met her. That's commitment. So, we're not even the same people if, like we yeah, like, like at but, all. Absolutely like, not. not the same people at all. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that the other day. I was just driving down the street and it's like you have to be okay with change and growth Mm -hmm. to be with somebody i don't know why the fuck i was thinking that (laughs) i don't know what i was listening to but you have to be okay with some type of level of change and growth to grow with somebody yeah like we're not we're not the same people like at all like and but and we continue to change but the point i was getting at it's important like that people know relationships aren't just like magically beautiful and perfect like we've been through a lot of stuff, you know, and and it's about staying. It it's about staying down and really wanting it, like wanting it more than the, the op, than the, the forces that pull it away. Mm-hmm. And then just like like the she shirts. said, we're different people. When she met me, I was young, wild, like I was nuts. Like <laughs> like she really saved my life because no, I started I pulling dope. away from the streets when I started hanging out with her because I liked. I liked the feeling of it. I liked hanging out where she lived because she lived in a nice area. I liked being around her family because it reminded me of how my family used to be before a whole bunch of stuff started tearing people in different directions. Mm-hmm. Like, it saved me from where where I was going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when we had our first daughter, it really saved me because it gave me something to live for. Like, Period. it really gave me purpose. Period. And, but, like, even then, from from... 2005 to 2021 is we go through stuff but we learn each other every day and we never stop learning each other because we understand that we continue to change as we grow as we get older as experiences happen so i wanted to ask y'all what's the because everybody talk about the best part of marriage and you know the happy times of marriage and it's so beautiful but like you said like it's not haven't always been that way but a lot of people don't know how to get through the hard times, mm-hmm. how to communicate, how to, you know, fight it out, argue, when to let it go, when to address it, when to talk, when to communicate. Because, like, my ex-relationship, there would be issues, but I didn't know when to communicate. He didn't know when to communicate. Because, you know, we didn't live together. So it was like, oh, we didn't see each other for like a couple of days. And then it's like when you get together, it's like, oh, we together. And it's all cute and you don't want to rock the boat. And you don't want to kind of like fuck up the vibe. So mm-hmm. the shit gets swept under the rug. And then when an argument come about, then it's like World War Three. It's like, so how do you handle the hard times? How do y'all get through that? Because that's what people don't talk about. She's better to answer that than me because well, I give her a hard time for sure. <laughs> 
Like, honestly, we, like, I used to be the type that did sweep it under the rug. Like, yeah. I'm not going to say nothing, like, we're good. But, like, honestly, like, I've learned, like, just from stuff that we've been through. Like, if I got an issue, like, I'm going to say, like, don't wait days. Don't act like stuff is all good. Like, let me tell you what it is, what I have an issue for. And maybe it's not even an issue. Like, once we talk about it and address it, like, it's not really what I thought it was. Right. So, like, I've I've had to learn to not hold on to stuff for days. Mm-hmm. Just if I got an issue, let me tell you. And what I probably got an issue, it's not really an issue. It's like, not really it was an this, issue. it's not, okay. Maybe good. like a miscommunication. Right. Let me not be mad for four like days that. and not ignore you over something <laughs> that's not even nothing. No, it it could be four months. Like, oh she my was, gosh. And no. then, less, then less something happen, and then it, then, then she, it blow she pulled up. a list out. Remember on August third, nineteen ninety-seven. And you did, and you said, I said, yeah. why you didn't say something about that then? Like we could have been cleared that but up. It's like what you said, though. Like if things yeah. are good, like why do I want to bring this up when we're yeah. good? Like why? Like we chilling, watching right. this good movie. I might still be mad, but I'm not gonna. We tell snuggled you. up, and it's exactly. in my mind. Like mm, yeah. So the other day, we no, that's said, when I don't want to mess up the vibe. That's when she do it when everything's yeah. all good. When we chill, I'm <laughs> thinking know. it's a good day, and be like. So this is this how it go. It'd be, it'd be like, can I ask you something and, you, and don't get mad and you can't get mad. Oh, it's oh gonna get God. ugly. <laughs> oh, it's been a, what did I do? Who did I who did I smile at for too long? <laughs> who was I, who did I hug and did the little rock back and forth? Oh gosh, you, <laughs> you did one too many rocks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what you know? Who'd you laugh at four times? Right, like one, <laughs> two, three, right, no, like, and then like, the, and then the pat, like no, exactly. girl, you're doing too much. Let go. I try to be. Let go on my man. Right, I try yeah, to be like, like. She, she, but that's the thing. Like, we we went through, we went through some things a few years ago, and. It forced us both to look at ourselves. You know what I mean. I think that's that's the biggest problem where people have issues in relationships is they won't look at themselves. Mm-hmm. You won't look at what's underlying causes to why you are this way or why you react this way or why this hurts you. Like I may do something that strikes a nerve with her, and it's not because of inherently what I'm doing strikes a nerve, but because of trauma in the past. Triggers. Yeah, and what I do reminds her of that, or or vice versa. You know, so it's like, number one, being honest with yourself and learning yourself, and then number two, your partner learning that about you and knowing that, like, the way I talk to you isn't the same way I can talk to her because she's a different person, has a different communication style. And even though I, I may not be wrong for talking the way I talk, the purpose of communication is for the the audience to receive and understand the point you're trying to make. So no matter how right I feel I am, if you're not receiving that point, it's, it's useless. What I always so say, I the key to, to effective communication is comprehension. That, man, comprehension is more important than, than the word communication. Because yeah. you communicate all day long. And then wrong. right after comprehension is understanding. Yeah. Do you understand but what I'm I saying? You don't have to... Under. Mm. See, we can't sing, but there's somebody in the building that mm. can. I'm not going to put them on blast. <laughs> okay. Hello. And honestly, like, I had to realize, too, like, a lot of my issues that I had, they weren't with him. Like, I had to go to therapy. Like, I know people don't like talking about therapy, especially black people. Like, I had to go to therapy and deal with stuff that I had deep-rooted for, like, my dad and other issues to be like, okay, it's not really him. Like, it's issues that I have within that affects me when he does certain stuff. So I had to go to therapy for a while. Yeah, I think that's really, um, that's really dope. That when you can recognize, like, you know, 
I need help. Because mm-hmm. it's and one thing. I need therapy. Right. For him to say something, what you say, somebody tell a complete stranger that's just looking in, they're like, okay, it's you. I'm like, ugh. Like, <laughs> dang. Dang. <laughs> but yeah, right, but I, like I started therapy as well because, you know, I want to be the things, the thing that I went through with my baby daddy, like him and I are like great now. Mm-hmm. But, um, shout out to my Jamaican brother. But the things that I went through during my pregnancy and after with him, um, you know, triggered a lot of things from, I I, I kept finding myself saying, that's my daddy, that's my daddy, that's my daddy. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get me some help. Mm-hmm. So I've been in therapy for about a month now. And it's, you, I, like, I personally, I think I'm going to go back because it's not, and even, well, like, it's not, you don't have to have an issue with your spouse. Like, it's something no, just, it's the just issue about period. you. Like, yeah. even before, like, and I went for a while by myself before I even came, like, brought him to a session with me. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't know that I had an issue within myself, like, with my dad as well. Like that affected like our relationship, and I didn't know until like a complete stranger yeah, told you, me. You like, don't know because you just feel what you feel, and then you try to like harbor it mm-hmm. and like console it in your own specific way. Whether it's like Jameson or shopping, you know, mm-hmm. girls are eating or whatever. Whatever we do when we just trying to make ourselves feel better, and so right. it's like you just need to like listen. I need help. Let me let me talk to somebody. You know, and it takes a stranger because he's like he's told me a lot of the same stuff that the therapist has it's told. It's different me. when somebody but, don't know you. Right. <laughs> I didn't listen until the therapist told me. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Things changed when her dad came to live with us for a while. Because then she realized that's when there was the real realization that it's like you know, I'm making I'm making him pay for my dad's sins. But also you realize too that I'm a certain way because yeah, no, no, of, no, no, on both yeah. sides. Like it made me understand like now I get why you're that way. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it But isn't that so refreshing when you when you realize like not necessarily I see because where that, but it, but because you could fix it now. Like yeah, you know, but not where everybody looks from. at it like that, man. Sometimes true. it's it's hard to face realities of things. This is true. Especially when it's like Oh, I'm that way because of my upbringing or because of my parents. I didn't choose my parents. I didn't choose this. So it's like, how do you change that? And then a lot you might of us feel more more helpless. And then a lot you know? of us grow up in certain ways in certain situations, and it's normal to us because we don't know. Like mm, that wasn't okay. And and that's the thing. We both come from like like even though like a lot of times I try to I not try to, but I may make her feel a certain way because. Her her life was there was more stability better in my than, eye, yeah in my eyes yours. in my eyes from yeah. the outside looking in it's like well you lived in a nice area you had stability I moved around like I yeah and it's you know crazy I mean? people like, like us that have well then, like us that have that stability with people who don't it's like your life is better than ours and it's like but no like, but it's, it's not yeah, but, then, then I, I, but when you really look at it. Like, if anything, she may have had it harder than me. Like, I grew up in the hood, and then I moved, and then I moved back, and I I, I had a certain set of experiences. But, you know, there's there's a lot of things about my life that was a lot more stable than what she went through yeah. and what she yeah. dealt with. And, and, like, when it came to, like, I grew up 
a, a bulk of my time with my dad and my grandmother. And that's a beautiful combination. Mm-hmm. You don't know my dad and my grandmother. No, rest, I mean, but just but but just saying, as a grandmother who has the knowledge, and hey, then as a father hey, who like she ain't met Miss Hattie. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Hattie was just look, just in my mind look, a general grandma is look, like we learned we all learn how to cuss from Miss Hattie. Period. Yeah. You learn how to cuss <laughs> from your grandparents. Miss, look, well, look, not mine, no, but. no, oh. my, no, my my <laughs> granny. My granny would whip out on you and my, spark on you. That's my, how my great grandfather. My, my granny was was a, was a four foot eleven shooter. Oh, <laughs> hey, come, come snuggle, watch tennis with her yeah. on the couch after. After she whip out on you, she right. be like, hey. she be like, come here. You know you my baby. You know you my favorite. But shit, you be you be working my nerves. Period. Your ass gonna get shot. That's how my great grandfather was. Jamaican man cuss everybody out. Get the fuck out of my house. What the fuck y'all doing here anyway? Like, we'll come his. visit for the weekend. He just cussing everybody that out. Yeah. I love my great grandpa. My granny was 4'11", skinned and will spark on you. And rest yeah. in peace, Mr. Yeah. James Ball. Mm. He was a great man. My, uh, ja- my Jamaican grandpa. James is a great name, just for the record. Yeah, your uh, name, my daddy name. My dad's oh, name. here we go. My cousin's name, my uncle's name. James my Jackson. Rest in peace. That's my uh my granny's maiden name was Jackson. Um, but what I was saying, like I grew up. We with, might be cool. I grew up with my dad and my granny. It's like they were there. You know, they were always there. They provided any and everything I needed. Like even though I grew up in a certain type of community, I didn't grow up wanting for nothing. You know, I never say I came from the gutter. I started from never. Yeah, I can't say I, that. You either. know, I was I was raised well. I was raised by good people. Mm-hmm. You know, I just Absolutely. you know. It's beautiful. We're all going to be influenced by our environment. But that's good That's good to know because it's like you got me, you got you, you got Nisha. We was never raised in like the gutter, gutter. Yeah. Like even though I grew up in South Central Los Angeles on 43rd and Hoover and 43rd and Avalon, like I was always provided for. I didn't have nothing to worry about. I wasn't exposed to the streets or nothing like that. That's probably why people be like, you ain't from Compton, you from the Valley. No, bitch, I'm from Compton. But when you have people like us that is like – we got some type of values, not from the hood. That doesn't mean that there isn't any type of trauma there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then that's a good message for people that really is in the gutter, that think our life is better than theirs, when it's like at the same time, like trauma is trauma. Right, exactly. Just like a sin is a sin. Like it doesn't matter. Like it, it's hurtful either way. But and see, you have to heal from it either way. Mm-hmm. But see, I have that too, though. Because I, 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 you know, I was off the porch too. So, you know, I, I mean, I'm not going to go into that or anything. No, but it's you know, like, gang, gang, whole lot of gang it's shit. A lot of, it's a lot of experiences that, you know, that you that you run into when you when you do come outside and when you do jump off the porch. So, but, you know, I don't regret any of it. Like, man, like I so have, let me ask you, I have brothers. Because you have daughters, right? Mm-hmm. And I have a son. Mm-hmm. Right. Congratulations. Thank mama. you. Thank you. I can't wait to bring him so to see good. y'all. First of all, it's been a year since I seen y'all. I know. 2019. COVID. COVID yeah, but 2019 Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you were that. drunk. She was drunk, Why y'all. Drunk she came girl. to my house and was drunk, y'all. I, was I drunk. left my baby daddy house from <laughs> losing money from a, a parlay that I did. And she was drunk, y'all. I As was drunk, too. Not even was on. Christmas. I was pregnant at the time. She was drunk, y'all. Oh shoot, you were. Yes, I was. Didn't even find out till February, but she was drunk with a baby in her, y'all. Shut the fuck so up. So was I. We was in Mexico. That was, that was only the first. That was the first baby. But, 
It don't matter. We need to make this. That's why she's crazy day. now because her ass was drunk in the womb. But um, yeah, I haven't seen y'all for a year. Cause you know we don't go nowhere. He like yeah, it was COVID and all type of shit. But but me having a son, like I want to teach my son. Like oh, you was about to ask me something about with me having yeah, daughters. you have daughters, but I have a son. So I want to teach my son um, everything. Mm-hmm. Duh. Like we from the hood, we from the streets, but we ain't like gutter street. But we right. got access to gutter street. But we also got access to other things, you know what I'm saying? So it's like um, with having daughters and then having a son, like you said, your father taught you and then you have big homies and stuff like that. So it's like with me having a son, I want, I don't want him to mm, be sheltered. I don't but, want him to be, be sheltered, but have access. Because so, I wish I wasn't sheltered, but I was, but I had access. Like I know what yeah. the streets is about. But see, and that's that's kind of the that's, fine line we're walking right now because. Like we don't censor, we don't censor our kids or or what I mean. We we don't even censor what they're exposed to really. Like we don't. It's not just a free for all, but we explain things to them. Like if they see something, they're gonna get the 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 and I love the that. knowledge of it from us. That's they what can I want. listen to music that, that talk about whatever, yeah. but I'm gonna tell you the realities of what you're listening to. Because right? pa- but yeah, hold, on, hold on, because my daughter is 13 years old. Okay, right. My daughter doesn't know what a gang is. Doesn't know what weed is. I was completely shocked because she'd be on <laughs> she TikTok really and everything else. She don't know. She is oblivious, right? But it's like at thirteen, I I was smoking weed. I had lost my virginity. I was like, I at knew what 13? I lived. I lived in the That's in the in the gang neighborhood. Well, it wasn't eight. Like, thank God. <laughs> but yeah, that was regular. Like, but it's like women pedophiles out yeah. here. Yeah, like number one, I'm a dude. Number two, like I came, I'm from a certain that's not okay area. No, I'm not saying it's okay, but, but by society, but we stand, just we just by, learned that by, it's not okay. But by, that was look, because that was look, hella regular. Like, look, oh, by, when did you lose your virginity? Eight years old. Like, okay. Look, but yeah, by society one. standards, it's more okay for for a male than a than a female. Than a, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like. It wasn't look like oh that's crazy. It was more like high fives and handshakes. You know what I mean? How can we? How can we? How can we navigate around that? I don't want my we son can't. being like we can't. Like, all you, you gotta have do to... is have bitches. Like no, I'm gonna I'm gonna teach him to but to you, to. He's gonna he's gonna go off of what he sees around him. I can't even him. think of a word like to protect your body. Like be selective of who you give your body to. Like and it doesn't matter. You're gonna have boys around that's gonna tell you that you're gonna need a lot of bitches. He's gonna go by what the what the common influence is around him and what he sees. So I didn't want children. You know what I'm I didn't like, got time to be but stressed. It's, but it's, but, but, <laughs> but it's, like, it's that's why it's important that first influence be at home. I don't even want him to. Dap his thing when he's peeing. I want him to wipe himself. Look, like, get a tissue and no, wipe the tip of your dick. We don't do pay. that. Couple, couple hard sex till it ain't dripping. No, I don't want no hard shakes. Like, hey, no, you got to wipe it. Look, oh, my that, God. Look, look, your idea of what a little boy is <laughs> and what in the reality of a little boy, he's going to come in a house with worms. He's <gasps> gonna, like, See, I'm good with that because I'm a tomboy, but... 
as a woman, well, as a as a girl at the time, experiencing a little boy want to do it to you, and he come to you talking about suck my dick, and it smell like pee. Like, sir, but don't embarrass the, yourself that, like that. That's things we learn through. Experience. Yeah, and I'm gonna teach my son like keep your tip of your dick clean, and, and, especially when you talk about let me just put the tip in, and, like make sure it's clean first. Don't hey, be giving nobody no fucking yeast infections, hey, bro. And, and that's why it's important that the first influence comes from home. Because if he if he get to that age and a girl like finna even give him any type of action, and he gonna think about, dang, my mom said that I better keep it clean because if <laughs> if she want to put it in her mouth and it smell like pee, she ain't gonna do it, and I'm wanting to put it in her mouth. Period. Like, so let me keep my dick clean. That's like my, exactly. Like my mom used to always say, don't no man like don't no woman like no man with dirty fingernails. So it's like I be looking. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I don't Wait, clip my nails and they'll get dirty, and I be. Cleaning Yes, but it's so funny. But it's so funny young. because you don't even realize at the time when they tell you. But when you become an adult, it's like a subconscious message in the back of your head. Like, damn, mm-hmm. is my shit clean? Mm-hmm. Is the tip but, of my dick clean? If I'm not cut, is my smegma wiped off? Like, hey, and my baby daddy didn't even know what that, that was. He was like, "You want to get him circumcised?" I'm like, "Yeah," because I don't real, want my baby having smegma, and because, I want him to get some good top when yeah, it's time to get some top. He was like, "What smegma?" I was like. Mm. Wait, what is that? Let me. I don't know because all, all real niggas get circumcised. <laughs> no, what? I baby. don't know what that is though. What is that? Okay, so smegma basically when you're not circumcised, mm-hmm. so the skin is pulled over the whole penis, right? So when you pee, when it's it dirty, when it's lotion, yeah. whatever, it all gets stuck under that skin. Yeah, so yeah. when you pull it back, it's like this white film. Stinky. It kind of smells like earring backs, and it's I like, there was a name like for yeah, that it's called smegma. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, nasty, and and that. it gives people yeast infections. Why do we always get to talk about genitalia when, <laughs> when it comes to you? What like, they got to me? Yeah, you me always me. bring up genitalia. Some people too, they don't. I don't see. But why you, you have would to not, know. Want to circumcise your son? I don't know. It hurt. It broke my heart. I don't too. have a son, but it's so. better. F- I don't. I heard him crying from the room. I said, "Oh, baby." Well, because they used to do it when they were born, right? Now they wait. Yeah, like I waited. I waited two almost, months, three months. I waited. It was like a week before. It was too late that oh. I waited because I was like, "They say mm. it's better to wait now, though." Probably about a week or so. Yeah, yeah. But he got it done, and I was like, oh, "You got to. You don't want nobody talking about your son's little." Period. I want my son to have the best head experience. I don't want to be, don't he wanna be talking about baby penises right now at all. <laughs> like we. <laughs> We could go to switch the subject. This, I just want my baby to get the best. This is not it. Not best. on a Sunday. This is the Lord's day. I just want my baby to get the best head he could possibly get when it's that that's, time. That's kind of weird, Lady Boosie. You <laughs> Let's talk uh, about Boosie. We ain't gonna talk about Boosie. No, we gonna talk about Boosie because because how are you gonna say that? Why are y'all talking about Lori Harvey like she shouldn't get the credit? The men who's smashing her should get the credit. Uh, I don't really care. Like at the end that's of the day, weird. Like, like you, you know what? We're too obsessed with other people's lives. Like let live and let live. You know what I mean? Like who's to say what's right and wrong? Like this is true. And then in the internet age, everybody has an opinion, but no, but it's like. But I just like you don't the have way to stand behind nothing you say. Like, I just like the I way everybody different. skipped over the fact that he hired women to pleasure his his son and nephew. And that's like weird kids. too. Like it's all weird. A whole bunch of kids. I don't even want to talk about Boosie, like, to be honest with you. Like, it, I mean, that's that man's life, and, and who's to say what's right and wrong? Like, 
you can't really tell. Like we, that's like yeah, that's like that's like y'all like checking out like y'all homeboys like teenage homeboys and hooking Asia up like. No, it's not. No. It's not that because we're see, gonna change you, the subject. You see the difference. Talk, no, you see the difference. No, you see the no, difference? it's not because yeah. we're talking about girls. Did you hear what I said after that? Because we're changing the subject. Okay. We're talking about his so what's the next daughter? subject? No, it's because I don't give a shit. So what's it? So what's the subject? I don't know, man. This your show. I'm oh, now it's my show. I'm good with a oh, camera. Oh, now it's my show. I'm good oh, okay. with a camera. Okay, gonna let you talk now. Okay, so let's talk about your camera. So you shot um, probably all of LA, probably all of the talent in Vegas. Not really, because I'm pretty selective on who I work you with. You are very selective, because they actually have to have money and pay and it's, have a budget. Because a lot of y'all be talking about nothing, and you we know, want a whole bunch of shit for nothing, and my bro ain't finna do it, period. She said that, not me, but she might be right. But uh, I'm right. Because you don't want to say it, that's why. You know what? Like Because in- at the end of the day, don't let this 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 uh persona right here fool y'all. This man is about his business. Number one. Number two, he not finna give y'all like no discounts or nothing like that. But at the same time, he not gonna cuss you out. He not gonna send the rule to you. He gonna be as humble as possible. And a lot of people try to take advantage of that. But at the end of the day, if you don't have your budget together, budget meaning I want to spend ten thousand dollars on a video or I want to spend fifteen hundred dollars on a video or I want to spend I have two hundred dollars to spend tell him what you want front he's gonna tell you oh for two hundred dollars I can give you this for fifteen I could give you this period or ten racks I can do this and then you could decide what you want to do but please don't come to my man's asking for nothing for free you know why she's doing this? Because she, she's been putting her bid in to be my assistant for quite a while. and so You know, I did her, when I had the time, and a, now a, I don't have interview. the time. Because <laughs> I have a child to raise and a business to run and a podcast to do. So I don't have the time. But at the end of the day, don't try to shortchange my guy. Period. So, if you got 10 racks, be like, I got 10 racks for you. What can you do for me? So And he going to tell you, I could do this. I could do that. I could have it this time, this time, this time. The last man... He shot. They have. They was in somebody's desert with llamas. Whoa. I don't even know where you it came from. Might want to from. rephrase that because it sounded like I just shot somebody in the <laughs> desert around some llamas. Shot video <laughs> when he filmed them. Actual. Um, creating a video, creating a visual. You you know what? Money's not the most important thing. It's Money. not, but it's just hold the on, principle on, this, this, behind this, it. This is my turn because we talking about my business. <laughs> <It's my turn>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I'm selective because. Exclusivity breeds value. If you come to me and I do a video video for you and it's great quality, and then I do a video for the next dude, and then I do the video for your cousin's little cousin's next door neighbor's best friend's hairdresser's son, then it's like now it's not special that you did a video with me, that you you spent money to for me to shoot your video because everyone has access to me. Right? This is true. And so now I'm devaluing your work that you did and that you invested into because now it's not as valuable because anybody can go get that. It's a pro club now. Damn. It's not a Gucci t-shirt. <laughs> At the Sloss and Swap meet, my nigga. I'm, I'm from San Bernardino, so we're going to say the Waterman. <laughs> okay. But, uh, it, it's, it's really about like maintaining the integrity of my work. Because I really enjoy what I do, That's and important. I don't want to oversaturate it to where I it, it becomes a burden, and, and I don't love it, and I'm not passionate. Because my work is the way it is, because I'm passionate about the things I and do. And you don't want it to become work. 
it still works. No, when I say when I when I say when I say you don't want it to come work is when it's like like you said earlier when you're doing what you love it's not work. But then if it starts feeling like a job, yeah, and it's like. Mm, but it's like okay, people so, take the joy out of it. Okay, so I I work with Yada a lot. Everybody knows that it's apparent if you look at my my Instagram. Like correct, Yada and I work together a lot. Shout out to right? me. And most people think it's just because, shout out to her, she introduced us at a currency concert and it's been a go ever since. So yeah, shout out to her. Hello. But a lot of people think it's because, oh, Yada just pays them money so they they work. Like we have a working chemistry and the energy is good. We have fun. Like he lets me be creative. Can I say something about that? Not yet. He's He's not too tough to have fun in his videos. You know, and he allows me to be creative, so it's fun and it's it's a good vibe. I was just about to say that, but you know what I mean? Like it's it's I really have fun. Like you know, it it's not all about the like a lot of people think it's just all money and there's a hard line on what you will and won't do for a hard dollar amount. Sometimes the energy and the creativity and the art and the creation is worth more than a dollar. Absolutely. And dealing with good people that have good energy and that have your best interests at heart. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So everyone you see me work with, either I have a personal relationship with outside of business or we did good business or we had a great time creating. Right. And then to piggyback off of that, that goes into what you were saying. It's not about the hard dollar amount. It's about the quality of the work. So a lot of people, you know, will throw money at you. I'll pay you this. I'll pay you that. I'll pay you this. I'll pay you that. Like, it doesn't matter how much money you give me. I want to do quality work. You know what I'm saying? I want to give you a a quality product. You know, And my name is attached to it. And a lot of people in the music industry don't understand that. They're just like, oh, I'll give you this. I'll give you that. Oh, you didn't want to work with me. And I was going to give this, this much and this. But it don't matter. Because growing up in a strip club and right, being raised in a strip club, all money ain't good money. Don't stop. Pop that. Pop that. <laughs> don't make them the money, girl. I'm going to make you. So I want to yeah, so, say but this yeah, for so artists. It's the quality the, of the work. It's not always about money. It's not always about what you could pay somebody. Because your attitude could be shitty and we can't work together. And that's exactly what I was about to say. I need artists to understand this. If you want the best quality work, if you want somebody to be passionate about what they're doing for you, have a good energy about yourself. Like the the way you carry yourself, the way you interact with people, your energy is worth more than gold. Period. Like you can come give me five thousand dollars and we can shoot a video and you could you could be a complete a hole the whole time. Asshole. You and be a I'm not gonna be dick. passionate about it. You can come give me five hundred dollars. And be like, and have the most amazing energy. And then you gonna go and all in for that five hundred dollars. And then that fifteen, but like, mm, whatever. Let's get this motherfucker, tre- whatever. Because his attitude was. How you treat people right. in this world goes a lot further than anything else. A lot of people. It goes man, a lot uh, further than monetary one, value. One of, one of my homies, man. Like, and this is this is like probably one of the sayings that sticks with me the most. And he said this recently. Uh, shout out to Natter, man. But he said, some people are so rich that all they have is money. It's money. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and it's like people it's think like, oh, I That's got this, I'm true. flashy, I'm the man. But no. you don't, if you don't treat people well, you don't have a good energy, you're not going to get for it. Like a lot of the things. Your legacy 
what you leave behind is what people think of you. She don't. She don't. She don't know my pet peeve. She like cutting me off. I, I cut him off. I know. Turn, I'm still trying. I, turn this camera. Girl, turn this know. camera to the wide angle so you can catch this you, you, don't, you don't miss none of. We that know thing. that. We just period. That's nah, but, it. But but for real, like your energy will get you far, and how you treat people, man. Like a lot of my opportunities, a lot of the the things I've been blessed to be able to do didn't come from the quality of my work. It came from like just interacting with people and your having reputation. a good heart and having a good energy and taking your name and your word seriously and integrity will get you further than anything else. In, in everything that you do. Integrity, work ethic, oh, for honesty. Sure. Consistency is key. Consistency. It's better to be consistently average than to be great one day and terrible the next. Be consistent. Be who you say you are. Like if I know you when we're talking about relationships and stuff, they say what's the best part of marriage is like the security of knowing. I don't gotta go on a date and find out that you was a tranny. You know what I mean? Because that's a real thing right now, especially in Las Vegas. This is true. You feel me? I don't got to go out and date and then find out all the homies do I know when down. I get home and I've been splurged and did everything I need to do, I'm going to give me some good stuff. But, it, but, but I, we, or I'm going to sit on the couch and cuddle with you and watch TV till we fall asleep. Oh, no. We, sp- we split up in 2012, right? I was no dealing, way. I was dealing with somebody else or whatever. You was cheating? And, uh, no, I wasn't. No, we was. Oh, y'all split up and then you see. You I should said no real else. fast. I should okay, tell you it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't me. Yeah, it was, no, I was flat. But uh, <laughs> I was dealing with somebody else, and my homegirl Lala was like, "What are you doing?" I said, "What, what you mean?" Doing? She's like, "You need to go home to your baby mama." I this was before we were married. I like, like her. Look, hey Lala. <laughs> Man, Lala fake. Nah, I love, <laughs> I, I, hey Lala girl. <laughs> I, I love Lala, but she go. You need to go home to your baby mama. I said, man, that's over with. I'm not, like, I'm never. She goes, yeah, right. So-and-so don't know how you like your eggs in the morning. Woo, that hit hard. Because it's big, it's deeper than that. Like, she can go any to any store it's and give me what I want without deep. asking me. She can go to any it's, restaurant. It's about, it's about somebody knowing you. invested in something. Somebody has learned you, you. And then you throw it all away for something shiny. Child. You know what I mean? Are we like, preaching today? It is Sunday. Hello. What's up? No, no for to, real. No, that. but you. <laughs> I just want to big my wife up real quick and, no, and myself. Big, and myself. I mean, you know. Um, All right, let me say it in the mic. I'm still that nigga. <laughs> She's lucky. The opportunity that has been presented to me that I had to like make good with, I guess. You know, when I wanted something else, like what y'all have, it's like you don't want these problems. But I do. At the end of the day, because like you said, I'd rather have them with somebody that I know and that's going to understand and willing to learn each other and go through like the... No, not like nothing Jacquees said. I'd rather, I'd rather be with you and all your bullshit. No. Mm-mm. Not you and your bullshit. I'd rather be with but you. But that's what it really is. But I'd rather be with you and learning you and understanding you and going through the changes and, it, and loving you unconditionally so it doesn't matter what we go through. We can get... Through it, but that's you know really, what I'm saying. But, but what he said, but yes, that's what he meant. Really, yeah, I rather no, be with you and your no, bullshit. That's the better sure. way to think about it. If you think about it that way, you have realistic expectations. Like we all have our, we all have our, our limits, right? Yeah, we have our deal breakers, right? So it's like I, we have our requirements, our bare minimums. I need this, 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 and this out of somebody, right? Right, and then we have. 
I don't like these things, but these aren't necessarily deal breakers. But these are deal breakers. Some shit I could deal with, and then the shit I can't deal right? with. Right, because nobody's perfect. And, so and what do you? So hold what on, do on, you let do? Okay. On. So because I have a question. We have unrealistic expectations of what we're going to get in this world sometimes, right? So what it is is when you find somebody. Because it's easy to find the good things in people. That's why there's always the honeymoon phase or when you're dating somebody and everything's fun and everything's you know, all fine and dandy. But when you find somebody and they're bullshit, you can deal it's with it. It's tolerable. Yeah. Not tolerable because then it's well, like you're dealing with, To me, it's dealing with intolerable is the same but thing. But you can de- I can deal with that. Like I can live with that. It's yeah. Not gonna, yeah. But all the good, if they're hitting all my requirements on that point. We got some good. We've invested time into each other, learning each other. We built something together. Right. And the shit that 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 is not the favorable traits. Right. I can deal with that. That's right. Not like, because what the problem is, we we get. Oh, I like her, but I don't like that this. But it's okay because we can change that. That'll change later. No, you don't like, know if, if it's somebody, gonna change. When later. somebody show you who they are, take it at that's face value. Right? That's who they are. So you so, have to accept that, and so, we won't accept that. We we look at potential, and and ride off of potential. Okay, that's another story, but I want to ask you first before we go into potential, because that's something I want to talk about too. But what do you what do you do when you come across somebody who's not willing to love unconditionally and say, you know what, these are the bad things that I can deal with. You know what I'm saying? Everything is not going to be good. But when they're not good, you know what? It's not good. So I'm just not going to deal with it. Then they need to leave and find somebody else. There's a lot of people in this world. Like, that's don't true. settle for something that ain't for you. And that's what we do a lot of times. We this settle is true. for something that ain't for us. Right. That's why people be unhappy. That's why people, that's why everybody got, that's why they side chicks got a side chick and they cheating on them with their husband. Like, you know, it's like, because you settle for something that ain't for you. Don't settle for something that ain't for you. So falling in love with potential, is it wrong? It's, Me it's, personally, it's wrong. I don't I don't feel like it's wrong. I Maybe mean, because I'm not married. I don't know. But um if you you met him, right? I you would. saw something in him. I was cute than a motherfucker. Whatever. <laughs> you saw something in her. You know what I'm saying? And then y'all been like you say, y'all been married for fifteen years. No, we've been married for almost six years. Six we've years. been together for fifteen years. Okay, excuse me. But when you she met had to him, go through the trial period first, the ten year. But uh, look, but but look at the person who don't ever want to get cut off. So, <laughs> um, y'all met, but you know there was growth that had to be, and then there were things that weren't really in line with what you believe your significant other should be. But you saw the potential in him. She saw the potential in you, and then you got together. Growed, learned. Is that is that not how potential works? Because to me, in my mind, potential is like if I see something in you, and I know you could be, you're my boyfriend, mm-hmm. but you could be my husband. I don't think that's what happened. I think we fell in love with the now, like we we. we but I'm just we, saying, we, like in general, like that doesn't happen when we're talking about falling it, in love it with does, potential. But I don't. But that's what. Well, you didn't look this, at her and was like, "That's my wife." No, but it, right, and like I said, we were together ten years before that even happened. Right. So my thing is like falling in love with the now, with today, like living today, because we don't have look expe- too much into the we future. We have expectations of each other for tomorrow, and that like. Enjoy today. Learn, right. learn what's going on today. Right. And I, we, had, we had a lot to learn, too. Like, if yeah, we would have got married. 
Uh, we would have been divorced. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'd have been I'd have been a pimp. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I'd have been a pimp. Shout out to Adam Rose. Dang, how did it go there? That is not a. That is a chef. That is a world-renowned chef. Shout out to the the busy. We just we just in the business of incriminating people on your show, huh? You know that is that is that is not no type of incrimination. That is against the law. Listen, Adam Rose is a music artist and a chef. Sheesh. First of all, it's not illegal. I mean, it is, but whatever. They give anyway. football numbers for it, so it's for so illegal. <laughs> what? Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. I'm a Paul. You ain't a Paul. You a nigga that steal. <laughs> <laughs> you watched that movie. Uh, way too many movies. Wow. Whatever. But, yeah. I don't know. To me, well, it was like potential. It was like, okay, if you see something in somebody, and, you and like. And that's why you get disappointed. Because you're 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 riding a potential and you, and you you put up with shit that you wouldn't because the potential of it being better, fuck potential. Live in today. Learn that person today. It, if you're not if you're not in love with who that person is in front of you, mm-hmm. minus the potential, then you're not with the right person. So that goes into um, unconditional love. No, because sometimes unconditional love. See how love, tricky no, this it, shit is. It is, but sometimes unconditional relationships love, is tricky. Unconditional love is confused with tolerance for bullshit. This is true too. And sometimes so, you have to fall out of love to fall in love again. Like that's happened to us. I don't know. Hello. Yeah, she you stopped, know how many she times. stopped loving the nigga. But how do you go through that though? Like how hard is that it, to literally have to lay next to somebody that you really can't stand at the moment? But you have the faith, like we gonna get back to it. But it's you, usually you be it's texting always... one of them Shamar Moore looking niggas <laughs> with uh with lip gloss on. You know, then you look to your left. In no, the bed. she don't. Then you look to your left in the bed at the nigga that you got. You be like, that's a real nigga. I don't want no nigga. Uh, I don't want no nigga with lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no nigga with lip gloss. <laughs> I can't stand you. I don't want no nigga with lip gloss. I don't want no Shamar Moore. No Morris Chestnut. Oh, my gosh. No, but. that's It's beautiful either way. Let me confirm my lunch date. Hold on. <laughs> but go ahead, talk. You thotting on Tinder? No, I'm thotting in my Cr- text messages. Christian Mingle. Is Christian Mingle mm-hmm. still around? Com. Farmers only. You ain't got to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. Farmers Only? I saw the commercial a couple times. <laughs> almost almost thought like... about joining. Give me a country girl <laughs> who wears overalls, <laughs> corn fed, Okay, so. <laughs> Why you rubbing on my knee? This ain't um, the time for that. I wasn't. I was we but own, it we is. Got our own home. Every time is the time. Mm-hmm. We, got, we got our own house for that. Mm-hmm. So how do uh, complications affect like physical, or does it? Because I'm be mad, and I'm still on some dick, but no comment. No, if I'm mad, I'm mad. Don't ask me for nothing to eat. Don't ask me. Ooh, for Ooh, nigga, you can I really starve. Want to don't ask me for period. Mad, She's an Aries. Don't ask me for anything. When Bitch, she, you could, nigga, you could starve. But you know what though? Like sometimes when she's mad. I like drag shit out because when she's mad, she leave me alone. So I get like oh, me time. Wow. You know this already. I, you know this already. When she's mad, like I'll just, you know, I'll I go do my own thing. Or maybe I just want to be mad because then I don't got to deal with you either. Right, you know, you know what the key to a healthy relationship is? Space. 
Hello? Yeah. Everybody Space. should have their own personal relationships. Friends, friends. Space. Work, work. You know what I'm saying? Business, and then one time for family, we coming together. That's, but that's, that's like, a balance. Yeah, that's like when we moved to Vegas. Like, we get mad at each other for being out till 3, 4, 5 in the morning. Then we realize, like, this is this Vegas. Vegas. Shit, don't even... shit don't pop till yeah, after it's midnight. Like, <laughs> it's like, now it, it'll be like, you still alive? Yep. Right, you okay? Right, cool. Good. See you in a couple hours. Yeah, See you around know, five or six. Let, like just exactly. come upstairs and uh so I know when you make it home. Just All wake right. me up with it. That's cool. Yeah, Something. you're disgusting. <laughs> How am I disgusting? You're disgusting. How am I disgusting? You're gross. You're gross, bro. Oh my gosh, y'all do that. Don't listen. No, we don't. Y'all not trying to make a new baby? She don't want to have another baby. I don't blame her. Shit. Our kids are just really spread you know what, too? out right now. You know, yeah, you know what, too? Like, I'm as much as I would want to have another baby. Well, know. we got Stokely. We don't, don't need to have another baby. I don't know Stokely that I is our baby. Over. I don't know that I want to start over. Stokely is my our youngest, baby. Yeah, my youngest is seven. Period. Like, so about 10 more years. You know, she's she's going to be on autopilot, so we can go travel. We do whatever we want to do. Like, unofficially, because I'm not a church person, not a really not, I'm not religious, and I don't believe in church and stuff like that, but y'all my y'all, y'all my godparents. Aww. Oh, that's cute. He and gonna, still we're five, like, like six. That's traveling stuff, with five That's fine, because like, you turned out to be an amazing human being. And you've learned to be a great husband, and you're an amazing I'm, father. I'm okay. I'm you know not, what I'm saying? I don't know that I and call you're a, a great husband. you're I'm a good okay. friend, and I know you tried to talk some sense into my baby daddy, but he's just a narcissistic Gemini. And Whoa! It's just not how did that happen? happen? I didn't try to talk sense into nobody. He's a cool dude. Like, no, he's super cool. I love him to death. Y'all issues lo- is y'all issues. I don't have listen, nothing to do with me and him. Listen, at the end of the day, like I, I said, like I said, y'all are cool. He's my baby daddy. He's a narcissist, Gemini, but I love him to death, and I, just, I have his back. And I didn't his, say none of that for the record. I have his back, and we are loyal to the end. Well, I am, and um, he's one of those people that tap in and always show me love. Like no matter what it is, like he he tap in on all my work. He always like. Send, he sent me good, like knowledgeable. Yeah, because he's a great person. Yeah, so I'm not. He's just not I'm, a great boyfriend. So I'm not even a That's part all. of this conversation because it's he, not a he, bad conversation I to be a care. part of. Not, you, you didn't call him all kind of. Adjectives. He is a narcissistic Gemini. Adjectives <laughs> that I don't that I don't want no parts of. Oh my God, my baby daddy is a great human being. He's a great man. He's a Change, great guy. He's a terrible subject. boyfriend. I don't know nothing about that. But I never had a boyfriend. But I'm, as I'm you should not. But at the end of the day, like you know, we all gotta. You know, we should come by the house and say hello. We should. It's been a minute. If he's allowed to come outside, that's a different story. I don't want no parts of that. <laughs> I'm on Instagram scrolling. Let everybody know where they could check out your work. Um, you can go on Instagram at Directed by LJ or um, on my website, www.directedbylj.com. Um, the biggest thing is is go tap in with the artists and with the different creatives and the different companies that I work with. Because not only will you see my work, but you'll see why my work was inspired because I, I work with inspirational people. Um, shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to Mika. Author, hey. author, author Mika Jackson. I'm an authoress. And well, Maya say on Girlfriends, I'm an authoress. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can catch me on, on Instagram the most. That's where you can 
find my shenanigans and all my work. MS Nisha is not without a career, honey. Don't get it twisted. Baby's a wife and mama. But you got a career, correct? Mm-hmm. What do you do? I work in title and escrow. Hello, we in a real estate All bitch. People buying and selling these houses. That's me. Yeah, so, so I'm when, gonna buy one too. So when people talk about they want to be like me and own a home, it's because my wife knew what she was doing, not because I just knew how to get to the money. She knew how to buy the house. Sign here. Yeah, Hello. She, told, she told me how much money to make. It's a and where to and where to sign. It's a difference between having the money and knowing where to put the money. Okay. How to exactly. do it. So y'all already know who I am. I'm Jay Michelle, the host of Unapologetic J Podcast on Room Service Radio LV. Follow me on Unapologetic J. That's a J, not a G. Room the Service. G ain't in you. It's definitely <laughs> <laughs> not in me, but okay. But anyways, um, Room Service Radio LV on Facebook and Instagram, Unapologetic J. And then if you want to follow me personally, it's J Michelle Twenty Two. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. And shout out to Room Service Radio, man. My my, my dog K Fly, man. He K Fly and love and love. You know, like y'all don't know, but she's she's more talented than she'll let y'all know. She got more talent in her pinky than y'all got. For sure, period. For sure. But shout out to them, man. Tap in the Room Service Radio too on Thursdays, and make sure you tap in the uh, Unapologetic J with a J, not a G, because the G ain't in her. Yo, daddy and me. With his bank account. Stay unapologetic. (laughs) Bye.